3: Well, alrighty, good morning everybody, welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Friday, it is Friday, the 6th day of October 2023, that is 1062023, that's your date, we welcome you to the show, we come to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our studio station, home base, Sports Talk 1400 AM and 107.1 FM. Beautiful day here in your gaming capital, about 13 minutes after 7 a.m. Pacific time on this Friday morning. The sun, it's shining bright, and the sky is blue, and the ground is dry, and it is 61 degrees right now. We're going to get up to 90 today, and if you're looking to jump on a jet or uh, jump in the car and come on up for the weekend here, that's the way it's going to be at the weekend. Gonna start out uh, in the low to mid 60s, wind up in the low 90s for the rest of the weekend here in Las Vegas. It's gonna be a beautiful weekend, and you got to come out and see that uh, sphere thing. That thing's just absolutely amazing. It's it's like jaw dropping for people driving around. I, I can't explain it except the fact that when you come into Vegas, if you're on the plane get a window seat, you'll be able to see it, and you got to go see it in Poiskin as well. Anyhow. Uh, we're rolling through a, a week five of the NFL football, upsetting uh, Chicago Bears, upsetted the Commanders last night in Washington, and got a full rack on Sunday and the Monday night game and all the college uh, football and all the great, 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 great Breeders' Cup winning your in races on this weekend yet to come. We had 17 when we started out on Wednesday, had a couple on Wednesday. We're going to have three more today. As we open up Keeneland Racecourse in Kentucky, Keeneland will have three Breeders' Cup winning urine races, the Alcibiades, the Jessamine, and the Phoenix. And then we're going to roll right into the weekend. On Saturday, Breeders' Cup winning Urin races at Aqueduct, the Champagne and the Frizzette. Gulfstream Park will host the Princess Rooney Invitational. That's an N2. Keeneland will come back with the Futurity there. The Turf Mile and the Thoroughbred Club of America, all Breeders' Cup winning their ends, out at Santa Anita, the American Pharoah, the Chandelier, and the Rodeo Drive. And on Sunday, we'll wrap it up with three more Breeders' Cup winning your end races, and then that's it. At Aqueduct, the Futurity, at Keeneland, the Castle and Key Bourbon, and the Spinster. And I want to let everybody know, too, that on Sunday, not to be overshadowed, Woodbine is having a big day of racing. They got four stakes races on Woodbine, totaling purse money of almost $2 million. The Canadian International, a grade one for seven hundred fifty grand, drew a field of eight. The Neartic, a grade two for 250000 drew a field of 13. And the uh, EP uh, Taylor, a grade one for 750000 drew a field of 10. Plus, they got the uh, little five furlong Algonquin on the uh, turf for two hundred grand as well. There's eight in that race, and three of them are trained by Mark Cassie. And in the other races, the invading trainers include uh, Shug McGahey, Christopher Clement, Saffy Joseph Jr., Mike Maker, Chad Brown, Mark Cassie will have races in others as well, Norm McKnight, and Charlie Appleby. That all happens on Sunday at Woodbine. So we're just starting out. We are just starting out. Today is opening day at Keeneland. Can't wait, can't wait, can't wait. As they say on their uh, saying at Keeneland, their moniker, horse racing the way it was meant to be, okay, we'll buy into that. And of course, uh, the Breeders' Cup horses, the ones that are competing over this weekend, and I've got to tell you. If the Breeders' Cup is anything like the races that are lining up this weekend for competition, to get a win and you're in, it's going to be a hell of a Breeders' Cup. By the way, which is 28 days, 2 hours, 11 minutes, and 27 seconds in counting. Yeah. That's right. In any case, uh, there are some horses already at uh, Santa Anita, host of the Breeders' Cup this year, As you know, we talked about White Nibario, who's been there ever since uh, he won that race at uh, Saratoga. He went right to uh, uh, San Anita, had a workout the other day on the racetrack. Archangelo got there; he's there. He had his first workout in California, worked a nice little easy five furlongs in one o two point two o yesterday morning for his local preparation for the Breeders' Cup Classic, and uh, a note. A big note about the Breeders' Cup Classic. We have uh, the first of uh, what may be more than just one defection from this Breeders' Cup. The winner of the Awesome Again stakes last weekend, the winner of the Awesome Again, Slow Down Andy, and he was emphatic in that win going gate to wire. Remember that? Uh, They said he's going to have to wait till next year now to take another shot at this Breeders' Cup. Trainer Doug O'Neill said Thursday. He uh, got an ankle problem, got a filling and an ankle. Don't know if it was off of the race or not, but after the race, he got a filling and the ankle. And he will miss, he will miss the Breeders' Cup Classic. In other news, uh, California trainers, a couple more, got fined by the Horse Racing Integrity and Welfare Act. Dan Blacker and Jeff Mullins, they were sanctioned by the Horse Racing Integrity and Welfare Unit. For violations that occurred with runners during, in their care during uh, Del Mar. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they, uh, the uh, appeal, the U.S. Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals panel are hearing oral arguments in the case of the constitutionality of HISA. Okay? That's going through. It's run now. Opposing sides in the case involving the constitutionality of the legislation that was grandfathered in as a, a writer on a bill last uh, but last year established a horse racing integrity and safety authority. Well, uh, they're having arguments uh, seeing if it's uh, if it's constitutional constitutionality. Maybe they'll break it all up. Who knows? And uh, as we say, Keenly's going to kick off its meet with record purses. They're going to have record purses for this 17-day meeting. And taking a look at the the economy of uh, horse racing, total betting on U.S. thoroughbred races continued to slide in September. It was the third quarter of this year compared to the same time period last year that the handle has declined. large decline in number of races that are held. Well, if you don't have the races, you can't have the handle. So uh, we'll have to take a look at that as uh, the state of racing right now. But in any case, all that put aside, it's going to be one hell of a weekend Uh, for Breeders' Cup winning your in-race, just good competitive races. Okay, here's the deal. We've got uh, Jonathan Hardoon with us today. We're also going to have Rich Ang and John Lendo because uh, Santa Anita resumes its uh, meet today. Uh, Jerry J will be with us, obviously, and uh, we'll have uh, Ernie Perry's clocker report picks. Although Ernie better get a new battery for his clocker, for his stopwatch, <laughs> he needs to get he needs to get going again. That's for sure. All right, and we still have uh, our menu racing menu to go. As far as the recap is concerned, uh, at Aqueduct yesterday. Highest priced winner on the day came in the first race in the form of $15.40 payoff. That was it. That was the highest priced winner of the day. And uh, boy, it was, it was just close to the best. Everything everything else paid under 10 bucks. From the filthy chalk winner of $2.60 to that 15.40. So they were uh, pretty much predictable races all through the day yesterday at Aqueduct. And uh, so it goes. All right. I think we covered everything pretty much. Uh, now let's take a look at the weather around the country as we welcome all of our listeners worldwide to Race Day Las Vegas here, not only in Las Vegas on a beautiful day here in our part of the country at Sports Talk 1400 a.m. and uh, 107.1 FM, but we also want to welcome everybody worldwide because we get there. Oh, we're all in, we got in every little corner of the world if you've got uh, the platforms. Our streaming on our websites, global, And your devices, your iPhones, Androids, with your KSHP app that you put on your device, and you can hear us now. And, of course, anywhere you get your podcasting. So, however, wherever, whenever you get us, welcome to the uh, Friday edition of the Race Day Show. We're getting all excited about the run, the march to the Breeders' Cup. And by the time we end up racing on Sunday... Uh, we should have a good idea of uh, the fields that are starting. And by the way, I do want to um, make note of uh, the Daily Racing Form. If you get your Friday edition of the Daily Racing Form, they start today and they'll be on every Friday through the uh, Breeders' Cup. They go over every Breeders' Cup race, every race, Friday and Saturday, and the prospective horses that are heading towards the Breeders' Cup, they'll have their last three buyer figures and their uh daily racing form predicted odds. So on Friday, they they have the Juvenile Fillies, the Juvenile, the Juvenile Fillies Turf, the Juvenile Turf and the Juvenile Turf Sprint. That all happen on Friday uh November the 3rd. Although on the uh <laughs> the racing form uh they've got uh it differently, but uh, it that'll be on Friday, November 3rd, and right after that, by the way, after that conclusion of day one of the uh, Breeders' Cup, I'll be hosting at the South Point in the Grandview Lounge, our annual Breeders' Cup seminar featuring Jonathan Hardoon and John Lendo going over what happened on that Friday with the juveniles, and what's about to happen the next day on Saturday as well, start at 6 o'clock. We all invite you to come on out. The lounge is a perfect place to do it, and because it's an entertainment lounge. You know, you get to sit down, you relax, and all that, and listen to what the guys have to say. On Saturday, you got the Philly Mare Sprint, the Dirt Mile, the Sprint, the Turf Sprint, the Turf, the Mile, the Philly Mare Turf, the Distaff, and the Classic. But uh, there's two pages there to kind of kind of get you set in the daily racing form on Fridays. It started today, so that's good stuff. It gives you a little barometer, kind of a... a PowerPoint starting for you there as you continue your handicapping and we will. You know we're going to continue our handicapping right through the Breeders' Cup Advance. Get all your pens and your colored pens and all that good stuff out. Your Ouija board. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. Alright, enough said. Let's go to our first break. When we come back, I'm going to go through some of these races uh, We went through uh, today's races, the Alcibiades, the Jessamine, and the Phoenix for today at Keeneland. We did that yesterday because what I want to do, since we won't have uh, Jonathan with us Saturday or Sunday, is go over those Breeders' Cup winning or in races with Jonathan. And of course, all the other good stuff. So don't go away. We're just getting started.
4: Sighting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, Pepsi a summer Pepsi classic. Cup, Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate.
3: But the mighty Philly has devastated them.
4: Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. There are only
5: eight left in the NASCAR playoffs when they come to Vegas. Who will take home the win? Playoff weekend returns, and it's going to be much cooler. It's October 13th through 15th, the South Point 400 NASCAR Playoff Race. Kids tickets are just $10 on Sunday, free on Saturday. And Friday is free to everyone. That's right, everyone. Concerts, camping, kids fun, we have everything to make the experience one for the memory books. Las Vegas Motor Speedway,
1: October 13th through 15th. horse players. It's another huge weekend of nighttime action at Los Alamitos with our first post on Saturday and Sunday set for shortly after the last daytime race at Santa Anita. The best of quarter horse racing also continues at Los Alamitos with the biggest rivalry in the nation as champion of champions winners Impressum and Apolitical Pence head the field to the Los Alamitos Invitational Championship on Saturday night. Apolitical Pence is the defending winner of this race and he's won two of his three meetings against reigning world champion Impressum. It should be one of quarter horse racing showdowns of the Year. A political Pence versus Impressum on Saturday night. Plus, Los Alamitos has night racing's best bets, the early and late pick fours. What a great night of racing it'll be at Los Alamitos. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the live racing action? The Vessels Club has a great table just for you. For reservations, call 714 820 2681 or visit Burgard Sports Bar. Impressum versus A political Pence Saturday night at Los Alamitos.
5: There are only eight left in the NASCAR playoffs when they come to Vegas. Who will take home the win? Playoff weekend returns, and it's going to be much cooler. It's October 13th through 15th. The South Point 400 NASCAR Playoff Race. Kids tickets are just $10 on Sunday, free on Saturday. And Friday is free to everyone. That's right, everyone. Concerts, camping, kids fun, we have everything to make the experience one for the memory books. Las Vegas Motor Speedway, October 13th through 15th.
0: from DRF.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the Race Day Las Vegas show.
3: All righty. Temperatures around the country. Well, let's see. 72 degrees in New York, uh, 87 in Miami, 96 in L.A., Phoenix over 100 again. Phoenix, Arizona, hottest spot in the nation, 104. Man, we're going to get a break there, at Phoenix. And, of course, uh, let's see, uh, Chicago, 62. Anyhow, looking at the weather across the country, it doesn't look like there's going to be too much of a problem as far as weather conditions are concerned for racetracks around the country. Clear up and down the Pacific coast, Atlantic coast, a hit and miss. And a little bit of action going over some of the, uh, you know, eastern-type states, but nothing really. The weather they're expecting starts coming in tomorrow off of the Atlantic. Let's hope it misses. New York. New York. Etc. huh? Let's see if the the Mother Nature is a racing fan. All right, here's the menu of racetracks available today in the racebook. Simulcast centers racetracks around the country. First post times are Pacific because these will be the first post times to roll out in our racebooks today. We are Race Day Las Vegas. If you're listening anywhere else in the country, anywhere else in the world, on many different time zones, remember that the first post time broadcast on this menu every day is reflective of the first post times in the Pacific time zone, not in it, adjust to it. I don't want you to miss anything like I miss mom and dad, okay? All right, here we go. We begin with Laurel Park. Uh, Laurel Park has a pick five carryover today, a regular pick five carryover of $13,749, 10 races and full fields. First post time at Laurel, 925. Delaware Park has eight races. Their first post time is nine thirty. Aqueduct, the big A, as they say in New York. Well, uh, let's see. It's uh, sixty-eight degrees right now. Going to be seventy by post time, and it's cloudy over New York. Uh, No conditions as far as the turf course or the um, or the main track. But the 4th, 8th, and 11th are still scheduled to go on the Outer Turf Course. And the 2nd, 6th, and 9th are still scheduled to go on the Inner Turf Course. All right? But there's no track conditions as of the moment. Aqueduct 11 races. A couple of stakes races today. They're early, though. The $135,000 Geo Ponte at a mile on the Inner Turf Course for 3-year-olds is the second race on the card. You have uh, 6 to the post on that one. And uh, uh, Northern Invaders, is the 8-5 favorite. In that race, uh, there's a 6-5 to five on Appraiser and an 8-5 to five on Army Time. So it looks like uh, if they all go, there's uh, three horses going to vie for favoritism in that race. Okay. And then two races later, the fourth race is the Ashley T. Cole, $125,000 stakes race on the outer turf course at a mile and one-eighth. Seven go to the post in this one. Uh, City Man is the six to five favorite. Spirit of St. Louis is eight to five second choice. So you have eleven races. The two stakes races are the second and fourth. First post time at Aqueduct. The big A today is at nine thirty-five. Gulfstream Park has eight races. Their Pick Six jackpot carryover one hundred seventy-eight thousand six hundred four dollars. First post time nine fifty. It's opening day at Keeneland. Oh, what oh, just gorgeous atmosphere at Keeneland. First post time is 10 a.m. It is opening day. You got three Breeders' Cup win, and you're in stakes races today. They are the $350,000 Grade Two Phoenix at six furlongs for three-year-olds and up. Field of 11 before any scratches, and uh, Bango is the 5-2 to favorite there. The eighth race is the $350,000 Grade Two Jessamine at a mile and 16th on the turf for two-year-old fillies. 11 go to the post on this one. The 5-2 favorite there is Time to Dazzle. Louis Saez is the rider. He returns to racing today at Louis Saez from uh, when he broke his collarbone back on Travers Week at uh, at Saratoga. And believe it or not, ten races today at Keeneland. Louis has a mount in every one of the ten races. So we get to the ninth race, the six hundred thousand dollar Grade One Elsabiades for two-year-old Phillies of the mile and sixteenth, nine to the post in that one. The nine-to-five favorite There's uh, Bright Work with Irat Ortiz Jr. Ten races on opening day at Keeneland and the first post time of 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Woodbine has eight races today. Super High Five jackpot carryover five thousand five hundred thirty-six bucks. First post time at Woodbine for eight race card is 10:15. Santa Anita has nine races today. First post time is one o'clock this afternoon at Santa Anita. 1 o'clock. First post at Santa Anita. Now, want to remind everybody they have a special Monday card at Santa Anita. So you got a four-day run there in Arcadia this week. First post time is one o'clock at Santa Anita today. Northern California Racing Fairs. Yeah, they're running today. Fresno, the big Fresno Fair, nine races. First post time is 145. Delta Downs back on the menu. Nine races. A couple of stakes races at hundred grand a piece. The Magnolia is the 6th. And the Gold Cup is the 8th. Nine races. Delta. First post time, 315. Monmouth at the Meadowlands. Six turf races today at Monmouth at the Meadowlands. First post time is 4 p.m. They've got a pick six jackpot carryover, 18,488. 4 p.m. First post. Charlestown. Pick six jackpot carryover, 23,629. Eight races, first post time, 4 p.m. And we wrap it up with Roar, Remington Park. Nine races, first post time is 5 p.m. Of 5.05, make it 5.05. That's their first post time. Okay, that's it for your Friday racing menu. And now, you know, we're going to concentrate on the uh, big tracks today, the Aqueduct and Keeneland and uh, Santa Anita. But, you know, I got to tell you, folks, Uh, I got Jonathan Hardoon with me right now, and he did a lot of work to come up with all those Breeders' Cup uh, races that will happen tomorrow, Saturday. So, Jonathan, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How are you? I'm fine, and I know you're doing the work anyhow because you have full sheets of handicapping sheets for Aqueduct, Keeneland, and Santa Anita not only today but throughout the weekend. And that's where all the Breeders' Cup winning your in races are except for one, and that is the Princess Rooney at Gulfstream.
0: Correct. And they have a few uh, more on Sunday, which we didn't get to yet, but yeah. by uh, the day's end, I'm sure we'll have
3: them. A... Yeah, not to mention the fact that uh, yeah, we have uh, <laughs> our limited time on the show, so we'll just attack the races on Saturday and hope uh, that, uh, folks, uh, you can text me a pick or two in those Breeders' Cup winning races for Sunday as well. But, uh, you know, we, we start out, of course, uh, with the champagne and the frisette at Aqueduct. And, of course, uh, they are the uh, two races for the uh, two-year-olds, one for the uh, fillies and one for the Colts and Geldings. The Champagne, how do you see that one?
0: Uh, what, what what number race is it? <laughs> okay, I I'll give it to you. No, no, that's it. okay. That's right. fine. That's fine. Race no, 8. I got it. it's the 8th race. race. It's, yeah. it's the 8th race. Yeah, but I just want everyone to know that Timberlake, who was in this race, the number three, horse in the Champagne, was cross-centered. At uh, Keelan's in one of their big stake races tomorrow. I believe that, yeah, in the ninth race, the Breeders' Cup fraternity, the uh, grade one there, Mile in the 16th. He is opting to run in the Champagne in New York. He will not be going to Keelan. All right, so Timberlake, who we gave out yesterday, actually, on the show, right. at Keelan, he'll be running at Aqueduct.
3: All right. And uh, Fierceness is the 6-5 to five favorite there, a Pletcher trainee with Ired Ortiz Jr. I would imagine that's the horse to beat.
0: Yeah, he ran a huge figure, he ran a 7 on the sheets, which is about as good as it gets for a 2-year-old. And uh, he's certainly the horse to beat. He'll be a sure price, and obviously, if he runs anywhere near his first race, he'll be very tough
3: to beat. All right. The other one is, of course, the Frizette, and that's uh, for the two-year-old fillies at a one-turn mile. And in that race, there's just six. that, uh, uh, that is uh, the smallest field of all the Breeders' Cup win in your win races throughout the uh, throughout the weekend. And you get Life Talk as the nine-to-five favorite. There, a daughter of Gun Runner, Irad, and Todd Pletcher.
0: Yeah, but uh, she can't beat the cops horse. Emery, she ran huge first time out on a wet track. She didn't even care for the water, from what I understand. Ooh. And she ran huge. So uh, whether the track is off or not tomorrow, she's going to be the horse to beat. And at 2 to 1, she's faster than uh, the two-horse live talk who will be the favorite.
3: All right. So you're talking about Emery and the frisette. Now we get to the, oh, and- uh, the Breeders Futurity at Keeneland and, as you say, Timberlake who was 7-2 to two on the morning line, will not run there. He's going in the Champagne. So we uh, have a field of 8 now. And with him uh, defecting in the race, uh, the 3-1 to one choice in the race, Awesome Road will probably be a little bit of a less of a favor. And, of course, that's trained by Brad Cox, too. Flavian Pratt's going to ride. So I guess Cox, uh, you know, the old saying, why run two when one will do?
0: Well, there's one problem in the race. A horse named Locke, um, the nine horse, who's seven to five on the morning line, the Todd Fletcher horse. Uh-huh. He ran huge last time out in Saratoga when he stretched out to a mile. Now he's going to be going a mile in the 16th. Again, he ran a big figure last time out. He won that race very easily against a very good field of horses. So uh, Locke was the horse to beat. If he runs now his first race, he's going to be tough to do so.
3: All right. Uh, and uh, I would think that. Uh... Cox is going to be represented well in both of those races for two-year-olds in New York and and Keeneland. Next comes the uh, turf mile at a mile on the turf. It's a million-dollar race, by the way. Wow.
0: Yeah, and uh, I like a horse. I like Annapolis. So Annapolis actually won this race last year Mm -hmm. at Keeneland, and I think he's got a shot to do it again. He draws a tough outside post. First time Flavian Pratt uh, riding for Pletcher, and he's six to one. That's the horse that I'd be playing. I like number nine, Annapolis.
3: All right, so the nine horse, Annapolis, uh, in the uh, turf mile, and uh, and then we go to the uh, the next race at Keeneland, the Thoroughbred Club of America Stakes, which is, uh, I believe, the uh, what is it, the seventh race on the card there, three year olds and up, fillies and mares, and it's a six furlong race. And we have a field of seven. Uguiri is the two-to-one favorite in that race.
0: Yeah, and, uh, you know, rightfully so. She's a little better than than the the rest of the main competition in here. She won her last race when Pratt jumped the board. Pratt sticks again. You know, uh, Rudolph Bassett does a terrific job, and uh, the horse is drawing well outside. She was on the rail in her last two races. She finally gets off the rail. I think that could only help her. I think she's going to be tough.
3: All righty. And then we'll uh, road, roll to Southern California. And in Southern California, they have three Breeders' Cup winning your ends. And, of course, uh, one of them is the American Pharoah. It is uh, race nine at Santa Anita on uh, and tomorrow, and uh, it's at a mile and 16th for two-year-olds. And there's a field of eight in there, and uh, believe it or not, uh, Bob Afford just has one runner, and that is Mirth. But uh, Mirth is the even-money favorite.
0: Yeah, if you recall, Mirth was scratched last time when he was entered at Saratoga. I, I don't think they liked the post position they drew that day. He opted to stay home. But there's a horse in there that Pletcher sends out, a horse named BU, He's actually still a maiden, now, but this horse ran a huge figure first time out, and his last race he reacted off of that. I would, and he's out of Curlin. I think he's going to love the stretch out to a mile and a sixteenth. At four to one, I would take a shot with Bu to upset and win the American Pharoah.
3: Okay, Bu, uh, the sixth horse in that race. Umberto Rispoli gets them out for Todd Pletcher, and as you say, a son of Curlin in that one. And then we'll go to the Chandelier, and the Chandelier, of course, is uh, the third race. Comes up early uh, tomorrow. Uh, Two-year-old fillies at a mile and 16, so this is the filly counterpart of the American Pharaoh. and there's 10 in this race. I got to tell you, I don't see too many accomplished uh, fillies, but of course, you have to remember, these are two-year-olds, and we have limited uh, races, right?
0: And not only that, they're all lightly raced horses. Yeah. They have one and two starts, so obviously horses jump up. You know, in this race of Gate to Paradise, Sheriff's is entering a maiden, oh. also in, in a graded stake. You know, they all want to get into the Breeders' Cup, so even if they're maiden, you're going to take a shot at. It. And uh, the fact that Sheriff's is running this horse in a stake race racing career start number three. Uh, means uh, something to me. He's an extremely conservative trainer. He takes his time, and if the horse isn't right, he's not going to run him. And the fact that he's running her in this spot, I think is a very positive sign. I like number six, Gate to Paradise, who, by the way, was beaten by tomorrow, that uh, terrific course that Mandela has in our last race.
3: Right, Gate to Paradise, number six in that race. Kent DeSormo has the assignment. That's the third race on the card at Sanita, and we wrap up. The Breeders' Cup winning races at, uh, on Saturday with the Rodeo Drive. Three-year-olds and up fillies and mares at a mile and a quarter on the downhill turf course. And uh, this is uh, an 8 filly uh, philly mare field. Uh, Dita is nine to five. Uh, that's an import coming in. And Oneset, the British bred Horse, uh, is two to one in this race as well.
0: Didia finally had her win streak, uh, win, win streak, I should say, snapped last time out after winning, I think, six or seven in a row. Well, she's going to get back to winning. Her winning ways tomorrow. Vincent Chaminade ships in with the horse. Uh, she can handle the distance. I think she's a stick out.
3: All right. Didia, D-I-D-I-A, uh, Argentine bred. Uh, Didia is... Uh... The your pick in that race now those are the breeders cup winning your in races for saturday we went over the ones on friday and of course sunday there's two more one at aqueduct one at keeneland and a big racing day at woodbine so what i'm telling you folks is uh if you're ever going to get these things get them now uh jonathan hardoon's sheets for aqueduct keeneland and Santa anita today tomorrow and sunday available right now at your website and uh let's start uh trying to build a bankroll today
0: all right, let's look at the fifth race today at the Big A, Belmont at Aqueduct. And this is a full field and really a terrific betting race, Ralph. I like the number four horse in here, the Ruben. The Reuven's a 3 year old pole from the Bobby Falcon barn. Apprentice, uh, Jose Rivera aboard to ride. He's listed at 6-1 on the morning line. He's been very good, and he runs his best races when he has time between races. Last time out, he came back off of just a 14-day layoff. He ran second, but figure wise, not that good. Now he's got plenty of time from that race. I think he's sitting on a big effort. The price is right. I like number four, Groovin, to win today's fifth race out at the
3: Big All A. All right. The uh, anchor race in the early pick five and early pick four, the four Groovin, uh, the four in the fifth race at Aqueduct. And uh, where else?
0: I'm going to need a race number five as well. Six furlongs on the turf. And I like the number two horse in here, wet my beak. Uh, this is a four-year-old Philly. Second start since joining the Vladimir Surinborn. Second start on the grass. Second start back off of a long layoff. Uh, she ran very well last time out when... Uh, Winning her first start in Southern California on the turf stretches out to six four ones today, five to one on the morning line. Hit the very ocean to ride. Number two, wet my beak in today's fifth race out of
3: San Anita. All right, anchor uh, race in the early pick five and early pick four at San Anita. Fifth race number two. Wet my beak. The two in the fifth. Full sheets for San Anita, Keeneland and Aqueduct. All weekend long and certainly for today. Thanks a lot, Jonathan. We'll be expecting your text tomorrow. You'll
0: have them. Thank you, Rob. Stay safe and be well.
4: All right, you got it, my man. We're coming up next with uh, Ernie Perry's Clocker Report. The racing is fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate.
3: But the mighty Philly has
4: devastated them. Full Fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standardbred today at your favorite wagering location. Alright,
3: moving right along on the race day show for this Friday. We now get Ernie uh, Perry's clocker report for today at Woodbine, so let's get started. Uh, he has two selections for us in the fourth race at Woodbine today. Ernie Perry clocker report likes number seven, Grace on the green Six to one on the morning line with Mr. Stein aboard. The seven in the fourth race worked 46.60. He said should have a lot of speed to close in on here with the way the complexion of the race uh, sets up. So he likes the seven grace on the green in the fourth at Woodbine. Then we go to Ernie Perry's clock report. His second report pick for today is in the seventh race. In the seventh race, he likes number four, Love to Win. Eight to one on the morning line with Savici aboard. Worked a minute, point eight zero. Last two solid works, he said, with company. And the price should be fair. So he's going to take a shot with number four, Love to Win. He believes that the workouts are tightening this one up. Seventh race, the four, Love to Win is Ernie Perry's clocker report. Fourth race, the seven. Seventh race, the four. Those are the clocker report picks today at Woodbine, and now we're going to go to uh, Rich Yang standing by. Richie, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ralphie. Well, uh, you're you're you got two sheets today, Keeneland and Samnita.
7: Yeah, yeah. I've been doing the Keeneland meet for many, many years now, and goes back to my uh, Turfway Park days, uh, Ralph. Uh, I love taking a busman's holiday down to Lexington. Uh, great place. If uh, your listeners have not been to Keeneland, put it on your bucket list. You oh, yeah.
3: Go. No doubt about that. You and I have shared time there, Keeneland, that's for sure. In those days, when we were there, there wasn't even a track announcer. That's how pure the racing was there. They say racing the way it's meant to be. They didn't even have an announcer back then, did they, Rich?
7: That is true. They had not hired the Kirk Becker yet. And uh, if you weren't paying attention, the, the only time you would know the race was going off Uh, if you were not watching the TV set was you would hear some crowd noise and something was going on it was
0: the start of a race
3: (laughs) yeah or if you were outside you might hear the bell the starting bell when the when the gate opened up but uh it's going to be a hell of a meet because they load up uh the breeders cup winning your in races at the beginning of this meet as they always do and of course uh we start out with three breeders cup winning your in races today the phoenix the jessamine and the alcibiades if you have a thought on any one of them we'll take your uh, thoughts about them and then get to the picks
7: well you know obviously i've got them all handicapped on the sheet yeah. uh uh, I, I think the strongest play out of the uh, the 3 stakes drop is probably in the ninth. I think the McPeak with the uh, VV's Dream is going to be awful tough to try to handle. That I was I was a big, big, big win last time out uh, for VV's Dream in the uh, Pocahontas.
3: Yeah, and that's uh, the race uh, for the two-year-old fillies here, the Alcibiades. Okay, we'll take your picks then.
7: Yeah, let's go to the last race. Uh, we'll uh, try the number five horse on the uh, mile on the turf. Uh, jeez, B E U Y S, boys. Anyway, it's uh, Brandon Walsh in the Tyler Gaffalione, and uh, if, if you were taking a future bet, the uh, Tyler Gaffleone is probably one of the logical mm. jockeys to take a look at for winning the riding title. This horse uh, coming off a nice win at Kentucky Downs last time out, twenty-five win plays, two for the ROI, number five. Mm.
3: Uh, It's uh, a B-E-U-Y-S, and you know how I screw up names, but I'll just call it the five boys. We'll all call it a winner. How about that? Tenth race, the five horse at Keeneland. And, of course, you have a Santa Anita sheet as well, so we'll take a selection there.
7: Yeah, let's go to the fourth race. It's a mile. It's the bottom uh, level, maiden claiming 20. Mm -hmm. Let's take a stretch out horse, number six, Bendetti Joe going two turns for the first time for Vladimir Serin, Uh has the uh, Diego Herrera riding. This horse should be uh, either on or very close to the lead and uh, by tap it, so I, I think two turns should not be a problem. 25 win place two for the ROI. Number six, Bendetti Joe in the fourth. All
3: right, in the fourth race today at San Anita, you like number six, Bendetti Joe, the six in the fourth race at San Anita. Hey, we already got two pieces in the early uh, pick five at Sandown with you and Jonathan. So in the fourth race, you like the sixth at Sanita They don't fit full sheets for Anita and Keeneland right now at the RaceDayLas dot com websites. Hey, thanks a lot, Rich. And uh, by the way, tell all those guys at the racing forum, Great job with the putting that Breeders Cup in some type type of uh, form for the uh, people on this uh, on their Friday editions. That's for sure.
7: Hey, sounds good, Ralph. Thanks and uh, good luck to everybody.
3: All right, you got it. We're going to wrap it up with uh, John Lendo and Jerry Jackowitz and we'll do that right after this. Don't go away. Only eight left in the NASCAR playoffs
5: when they come to Vegas. Who will take home the win? Playoff weekend returns, and it's going to be much cooler. It's October 13th through 15th. The South Point 400 NASCAR Playoff Race. Kids tickets are just $10 on Sunday, free on Saturday. And Friday is free to everyone. That's right, everyone. Concerts, camping, kids fun. We have everything to make the experience one for the memory books. Las Vegas Motor Speedway, October
6: 13th through 15th
0: Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas.
3: All righty, we're gonna bring in now John Lendo. John Lendo. All I can say is, here we go. Gonna be a busy weekend, Ralph.
2: Great racing around the country. Let's just hope the, the weather holds as best as can.
3: Yeah, I hope so. Especially uh, there in New York, where they've been pummeled uh, a little bit more than usual. Uh, Recently, that's for sure. Well, we got all these Breeders' Cup winning your in races. Uh, 15 are left before we uh, sunset on Sunday, and that'll wrap up the Breeders' Cup winning your in series. And of course, Woodbine has those big races on Sunday, so there's a lot, lot going on. You have two complete, individual, separate Lindo reports for Santa Anita and Keeneland now throughout the entire weekend. Of course, all the selections there, the suggested late pick for all the goody information, and um, that's for Santa Anita and Keeneland, two separate sheets. They're available only in one place here in Las Vegas, and it's free of charge, complimentary at the South Point Race Book. They love horse players, and uh, they love um, the horse players uh, and the seminars as well, so we'll be doing uh, that seminar of course, on the Friday evening of Breeders' Cup, November the 3rd. But right now, we're looking at the horses that are trying to qualify for that. Good competitive races all over the country, right?
2: Yeah, deep fields at, at Keeneland. I tell you what, the Santa Anita races throughout the weekend through Monday, pretty good field sizes throughout the weekend. There are good gambling cards Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, too.
3: And uh, Keeneland's got full cards. I'm going to tell you, and even all these Breeders' Cup uh, winning your in races, all of them that have uh, the uh, several uh, of the same divisions at all the tracks, got full fields. I mean, they're good uh, competitive fields, that's for sure. Any thoughts about either the Phoenix, the Jessamine, or the Alcibiades today?
2: Well, I think you've got the, in in the uh, Phoenix, which goes as race seven, you've got the two course specialists, Manny Waugh, who won the race last year, and Nakatomi, who's three out of four there. And Nakatomi likes a wet track. I'm waiting for conditions today. They were supposed to get some rain ah. last night at Keeneland. Have not heard anything yet. But if it does come up wet, uh, you might want to give Nakatomi an extra look today in the
3: Phoenix. All right, uh, that's the uh, Phoenix, and of course that will be the seventh race on the card at Keeneland. Let's get a selection at Keeneland and uh, at uh, Sanita.
2: Go to Keeneland first. Race number five. Race this play is for the turf only. And that's number four. L J Zema. Who got squeezed off in the stretch at Kentucky Downs last time had snapped a three race winning streak. I think she can get right back to where she wants to be again with a clean trip today. She's 10 to one on the program. Let's hope for a better trip. Number four, LJ's Emma, race five at Keelan. And then uh, we'll go to Santa Anita and the well, night. Hold on oh, a second. I,
3: I do oh, want to great. make mention to folks that that is uh, the anchor in the early pick four and early pick five. And it is the start of the all turf, pick three at uh, Keeneland, which uh, encompasses that fifth race, the eighth race, and the tenth and final. you like the four in that fifth race. Louis Saez, back in the saddle.
2: Absolutely. Glad to see him back.
3: All right. Now we go to San Diego. Go ahead.
2: Okay. Now let's go to the ninth (laughs) and final at San Anita. In that ninth race, number five, Persia had a miserable trip in her debut sprinting on the turf at Del Mar, ran into nothing but traffic, had no chance to show her best. She wants to route anyway. She stretches out today. And with any kind of trip she'll be a lot closer to the pace. Seven to two in the program, number five, Persia. Race number nine, Santa Anita.
3: Ninth and final race, the five Persia, is John Lendo's play for the race day listeners, and that is the final race in their all-turf pick three that encompasses the fifth, seventh, and that ninth race. John likes the five. Get it all. The Lindo Report's complete. Santa Anita and Keeneland right now at the South Point. John, thanks so much. We'll talk to you tomorrow.
2: You got it. Good luck today.
3: All right. You got it, my man. Now we're going to go to uh, Jerry Jackowitz, hopefully standing by. Jerry, uh, oh, well, we just lost Jerry. How about that? Well, we'll have to see if we can get Jerry back, Uh, and we are pushing time, so uh, hopefully we will see if he can recall right away, Uh, and as we wait, remember, we're going to be on tomorrow morning, our uh, Saturday show starts at 8 a.m. Pacific time, covering all these uh, big races, uh, the big uh, races at uh, the Breeders' Cup, winning your ends. Okay, Uh, well, uh, Jerry, uh, here he is. Okay, let's see. Are you there, Jerry? Hello, Jerry. Ralph you got me yeah let's go Aqueduct <laughs> it's
8: crazy my phones are working like crazy I know uh, let's go to the seventh race route to get started at Aqueduct we got number nine drum roll please just love the horse two to one I'll take uh, three to two take the nine over the five six seven eight Small reverses just to break even the nine in race number seven. And
3: I reiterate that I got that from another source as well. In the seventh race, this two year old is getting a lot of looks. In the seventh race, the nine is the key five, six, seven, eight, and reverse are the link up seventh race at Aqueduct, now San Anita.
8: All right, we're going to have a little Sirocco play here mm-hmm. because I'm going to the ninth race and I love Blue Oasis, who ran fantastic in her first race back on Ju- July 29th, it was really hard used early. And just tired a little late, first time going two turns. Uh-huh. Today, with a better post, you should be really tough. Beautiful, you know, 65 day layoff. Uh-huh. Um, so I like the four with the one, eight, nine, and 10. I was going to use the 11, but I'm going to drop the 11 and put in John's five.
3: Oh, okay, so uh, we, here we got it. Uh, we got the four over one, eight, nine, ten, and John's five as well. In reverse, the four is your key in the ninth. Power Pages for all of Santa Anita, All of Aqueduct available right now at jerryJ'spowerpage.com. play playing the ninth at Santa Anita, the box of four, five, five, four. One more thing to say, Jerry. Say it. Have a great race day, everybody.